I didn't even remember the damn thing was coming and I just came and went and I actually forgot about it until again, me and my buddy were talking about the story and I started to self-reflect. This is a story about a dude named Lane. He moved to the mainland and bought one place to stay. And then one day he went and tried to rent them out. And then he became one real investor man. What's up, folks? Now, on today's video podcast, wherever you're watching this, a little bit of a confession. So I guess the story starts off I was talking to one of my buddies and we're talking about another guy who we always talk about some of the people that are the next level above us to kind of keep things in perspective and learn what the strategies and the path to follow as we're out on this road of leading a private equity front and bringing passive investors along with us like you guys. And the story that came up was like this guy that we're talking about who's high up there. They just wholesale a commercial property for $3 million profit. And there was no feeling there. And when I had no feeling there, the guy didn't really care. And he made that confession to my buddy. And we both joked and laughed. Man, that's a lot of money, right? To just, just show up here in your bank account. And number one, how cool it would be to be there. But, and how messed up it is. But then I really started to think to myself, and this is what I'm talking about now, which is at some point, we're not so far off from that. Maybe I shouldn't be putting out this on the internet or out there in the world. But the other day I was investing and the deal cashed out and I got a couple hundred thousand dollars just dropped into my account. And I'm like, where did this come from? I knew I'm not super oblivious, but it's hard when you have 80 to 100 K1s and the different things I'm in. And I'm, I can remember not too long ago when, you know, getting $20,000, $15,000 from that one deal I did meant a lot. And it was, we would celebrate and it was a big thing. I would actually just, you're taking a vacation, you anticipate the buildup prior to that. And, and then you see it drop in your account. In this case, I didn't even remember the damn thing was coming and I just came and went and I actually forgot about it until again, me and my buddy were talking about the story and I started to self-reflect. And I can even think a little bit before that, right? I think a lot of investors are in these shoes right now where you're going to your work every day and I'm wearing like my, my prisoner wine shirt out of respect because I was there one time too, right? I would save my money. And every month they would go up maybe a few thousand, five thousand dollars a month. And at the end of the year, I would have enough money for my, when I first started a turnkey rental, which I don't know why any credit investor would own those things. That's eventually was became $50,000 minimum to go into a deal. And then eventually was the seed money as earnest money into my larger commercial assets as the general partner. Like that money would build up slowly over time. And this is why today I, I don't feel it taking lightly, taking money from investors because I know $50,000, $100,000 for most people, even for a lot of our credit investors, that's the lifeblood of one year. That's the heart, sweat, and tear of 360-something days out of the year where you're saving money and yeah, you're buying things here or there, creating experiences. But you know that that money that kind of builds up and within our family office group, it can reflect having these discussions where now we're writing these checks of a hundred, 150,000 into this deal, that deal. And it, it seems a little bit like monopoly play money a little bit. And we always talk about how is it, we knew the value of the dollar, but it's hard for the kids to pick up on the real value of it. But I guess that's another topic to be discussed in the future. But 
I guess what I'm saying is money, when you start to extend on that hockey stick, you start to become really desensitized to it. And it makes me a little sad in a bit. Like the happiest times for me was when that deal panned out and we, I got this big lump sum of money and I would open up a $100 bottle of wine. Maybe today I've got a couple of $250 bottles of wine. Like I got the KMS Special Reserve and I've got the Stag Sleep Cast 23 which I haven't drunk in those yet. I don't think I've drank more than $300 bottle of wine yet. I have them. But at this point, when a deal goes full cycle, that's what I just do a $100 bottle. You know, that's my limit. But like, I can see, I guess wine is a great example of something that just, it builds and builds. It's something that, yeah, you pay for value, but at some point you have that diminishing returns concept coming up and it keeps going and going. And it's just, from a dollar's perspective, the price of these extravagant things or lifestyle, it keeps going up and up. And maybe that's a great way to run a business off high net worth people buying these high end things. But like from the user's perspective, like I don't get that, like that jolt. I don't get that, that excitement, the buildup, like I said, with this money dropping in my account haphazardly, of course, I'm going to take that money and go put it into my infinite banking. And what you'll see later on this year, a credit investor banking, a little bit different life insurance mechanism for cash reserves for myself to backstop the opportunities that I am going through and dealing with these days. The takeaway is take your money and hide it from yourself so you don't spend the damn thing. Because even myself, like a person who has good money values and systems, I got to hide it from myself too. No different than anybody else or somebody in the beginning levels of personal finance. That's another segue there. But I guess the point that I'm trying to make here is you're building up this money and the zeros just keep adding and adding. So I totally understood when the story where this guy makes this huge windfall and he doesn't feel it and how a sad thing it is. And I don't have an answer yet. I just wanted to share this kind of predicament or this freaking first world problem, of course. But this is, I think, where the solution is in the future is finding things that you know bring you joy, the smaller things that may or may not cost money. I think you guys maybe get the gist of what I'm talking about or appreciate the small things, appreciate the small wins that are on the way or at least enjoy this journey, despite how many zeros or lack of zeros you have, whether it's your first deal, or I think what I'm speaking to are the people who are in multiple deals, and you're on the rails in terms of this quicker path to financial freedom, better deals in alternative assets that don't go up and down in the economy, the tax benefits, the infinite banking, when you combo these three strategies together, you're on this rail, this railroad, the tracks that gets you a lot faster. And at that point, I tell a lot of people just relax and enjoy the ride. You're on cruise control. You're on the moving escalator. Yeah, you can go a little bit faster. You're going to get there in heck a lot less time than you thought. So otherwise, would you previously thought or much more exceeded your expectations? My mission at simplepassivecashflow.com is to help hardworking individuals like you do what I did, which was leave a professional career behind by building an investment portfolio where the passive income exceeded my daily expenses. It frustrates me that there are so many people out there mindlessly investing in the Roth, IRA, 401k, mutual funds, or worse, going through a useless financial planner who is just selling retail and financial products. Here's the problem. There are multiple middlemen taking a cut of your returns, all the while you take all the rest. 
In our community, we spend a little bit of effort to educate ourselves and build organic relationships with other past investors to source the best off-market opportunities, all while enjoying higher returns and better security because the asset that you purchased is a real hard asset, not some kind of fake stuff like a crypto or altcoin. The trifecta is simple. Number one, syndications to get number two, passive losses to unlock other tax best practices. And thirdly, infinite banking. Join our network for more insider access and educational material at simplepassivecashflow.com slash club. And also sign up for a free strategy call once you're in there. Enter our ecosystem. So if you did come out to Hawaii on our annual investor retreat, you'd be able to develop those relationships with the right people. To check out future events, go to simplepassivecashflow.com slash events. And we'll see you in person. There was a comment that kind of, this all came out this morning to me, and I wanted to just capture this for you guys. Comment came through on investor said, a pretty high net worth investor said that people think that when you become wealthy, all your problems just go away. And I do think that's true. And as we reflect on what I've, this kind of, what transpired. However, let me look at my response here. Yeah, as P. Diddy, Puff Daddy, however you call it, Mace Harlem World said, more money, more problems. Yes, different problems. And I guess what I'm talking about essentially here is tie-station. I don't know if I'm saying that word right, but of desensitization of wins and celebrations along the way. And if that's the kind of their point system in life, then what a sad thing that as your net worth grows that you don't get the jolt or the joy from these types of events along the timeline. However, if you're still trying to get on this moving escalator, don't just think more money, more problems as a poor thing. You guys got to get more money because one thing I know is money creates more opportunities and allows you to have the freedom. Again, bold that word freedom to do what you want with whom you want, et cetera, et cetera. And ultimately to free you up to maybe you're doing this, going to just do the same damn thing you're doing now, whether it's playing doctor or maybe as an engineer in a great part of a team, working for great people, doing some cool stuff that allows you to work without having to worry of being fired or having to just go somewhere else and take a cut in pay, do it not for the money. And it also buys not $20 crappy wine. And oh, by the way, we are unrolling out the the new private label. So for those of you guys who refer friends and family, that's going to be a little perk of that. It's actually like a $100, $140 bottle that we have for those folks. So it's not just a piece of garbage wine. I wouldn't put that out there and put wouldn't put the simple passive cash flow name on it. And it's going to be branded under the off market. We're talking about more money, more problems, still buys you freedom, better options to do what you want with whom you want, et cetera, et cetera. I think that something I said before is money isn't everything, but it sure makes a life a lot easier <laughs> in certain respect. But there is definitely a diminishing return side. And I definitely see that there's articles written about the $75,000 a year rule who knows what that is with inflation. It's probably like $120,000 right now. But what I see it is more like I see most of the investors out there. It's like somewhere around twenty dollars to $40,000 of passive income every month is enough, which is why I always say if you backwards engineer it at that point, four to $5 million net worth is that sweet spot number which we try and guide, get, guide you guys towards. And if you guys need any help with that, that's what our inner circle community, the FOOM, is all about there. 
But anyway, that's the confession today. Now I might get some hate mail here. If you have any strong opinions on this, drop us an email or put a comment into the YouTube channel box. I'll try to answer it. And if you don't and you think I'm an a-hole and, you know, this pompous person with uh, first world problems, then that's fine too. But I guess the reason why I wanted to bring this up is like I help a lot of people who was I was buying rental properties, getting your non-accredited investor status, you're getting to accredited investor status. And of course, our big wheelhouses get moving you past that. And for the people who are still in the trenches, because I still talk to some of you guys from time to time, you guys do join the club. We can't really work with you. I share like the remote rental e-course and resources that I would do at the time. And a lot of this is just staying the course and letting time. This is not an altcoin kind of thing. This is not like investing in Tesla that goes up and down. And man, what a life to live if you're doing that. I think there's more important things to be stressing about over that ticker or playing the ostrich, sticking your head in the ground with that. But that's another video, of course. Like that, that's what I see from people. They are a lot of you guys out there. You guys are good, hardworking folks out there and you're on this path. And especially when you implement all these strategies, like what I say is relax, chill out. And I get it where the stress comes from. Until you're there, you're still running, running, running. It's totally admirable. Makes total sense, right? Don't let the turtle behind you catch up to you with the turtles in the hair analogy. But if you're going to, if they're not racing the turtle and it's just a race with yourself and you're going to get there and be the winner and beat your alternative self who is investing in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, random cryptos that pop up here, there, and you're going to get there in a third of the time, then enjoy the things that are happening today. Maybe you have younger kids. I try to be more and more present. I catch myself too, right? Like I'm always working and stuff like that. But those are, I think those are the things that, the things that really bring you joy where the the big windfalls, yeah, we'll celebrate it. But I'm telling you, you'll get desensitized to that and you're just going to write another check to invest more and it's just going to keep going that if you take my experience, it's just a kind of a game of diminishing returns and there's something else. I haven't really figured it out yet. I have a feeling what it is. There, there has to be something out there that kind of just, brings you joy and that you are finally allowed to really focus on. And I think this is where you have like monks and like people who are very low net worth that are very happy. They figured it out. But again, there has to be a nice little sweet spot in here, right? You can be a millionaire and be very conscious and appreciative of the small things, have your net worth keep growing. And I think that's why the reason you guys listen to this channel and at least that's my goal. And that's what I'm trying to help you guys not only grow your financial well-being, but also the other softer side of this is just taking more of a holistic approach. But anyway, you guys like this type of gooey, softy stuff, or you have any other comments, let us know. And we will see you guys on the next video.